Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Happy hump day, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And we will start today's show the same way we do every day with the three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today. It's the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. All right. Uh, the first thing we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today is uh, the words of one Stephen Belafonte. Who is Stephen Belafonte, you ask? He is not related to Harry Belafonte. He's actually... The, but he wants you to think he is. The, he wanted you to think he is. And then we were all like, hey, we have Google, Wikipedia, hello. Uh, but it's actually the estranged who's Bondo of one Mel Collins. I just made that up. That's my travel agent. Mel B. Yeah. Mel B, a former Spice Girl, current talk or judge, like competition show judge. Um, she, He's feeling good because... She didn't get anything she wanted in their divorce settlement. Mm-hmm. He got everything he wanted, including 50-50 custody, and she dropped any charges against him uh, that already uh, had been out there because she claimed that he abused her. Yes. Well, here he is leaving court after their divorce settlement, sounding real happy. That's right, guys. I'm getting out of my horrific, disastrous uh, divorce court right now. With, once again, all allegations dismissed uh, of anything and all things dismissed. Um, I went through a long year and a half, two years of almost you know, being asked to give up the rights to my daughter, financial things. And you know what? I stuck with it. Um, you know, there was nothing but lies told about me. And those lies came to a halt for the second time for the second settlement. That means that guess what? It's settled, done, and uh, you know what? Just keep persevering. People will lie on you. People will leave you. Uh, you know, things will crash down in your life. But you know what? At the end of the day, you just got to believe in the truth. And then when that all happens, boom. Just like today, baby. Boom. Oh, just like today, baby. Now, I will tell huh? you that the two of them have been ordered to stay 200 yards clear of each other at all times. And uh, again... Do people carry around like a tape measure how do you know what 200 meters is i'm so glad you said that i mean i do because i run 200 meters on the regs and it's you know you could still see the other person 200 meters away so that's it's funny that you should say that because i never really i'm not one of those people who can judge distance as well yeah and in recent history to me it's It's not true yeah um but recently we've had a conversation or we've had to know uh about a distance I won't get into great detail. And I had to ask somebody, what is that distance? About like 500 feet. I was like, I don't even know what 500 feet looks like. Give me some idea of what 500 feet is. So anyway, uh, this Stephen Belafonte guy, he's still not like a, he sounds like he's some great guy. And he's like, so now you all know what a good guy I am. And I'm like, no, I don't really think you are a great guy. No, we think you're weird and fake and probably abusive. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Um, do you have a dog? Oh, no, you don't have a dog. Holly? Have a dog? No? Okay. I used to have a dog. I have a dog, and I am always paying attention to the latest food trends for dogs. Um, I'm not sure about this one, but there there's an additive that's showing up in Rachel Ray's dog food that uh, might make you stop and think twice before you buy that dog food. And here's a little news report about um, something showing up in Rachel Ray's Nutrish dog food. Celebrity chef Rachel Ray markets nutrition dog food as natural, inspired by her own recipes with real meat, fish, and vegetables. No fillers or byproducts. Real recipes, real ingredients, real good. But a new $5 million class action lawsuit is challenging that, claiming the Super Supreme dog food line contains a chemical used in popular weed killer Roundup. The lawsuit was filed in New York last week by Markeith Park, seen here with his dog. It claims, quote, consumers were deceived into believing the products are natural and that nothing in the dog food was not natural. Instead, the products contain an unnatural biocide and possible carcinogen. According to the complaint, tests conducted by an independent laboratory revealed the chemical. The scientific evidence in this case will be critical because it'll go to the issue of whether or not the company made false or misleading representations. Ainsworth Pet Nutrition, which is headquartered in Pennsylvania and manufactured the product, was recently bought by the J.M. Smucker Company for nearly $2 billion. In a statement, Smucker says in part, quote, it strongly stands behind the quality of our products, ingredients, and sourcing practices. As animal lovers and humans, it goes without saying that we do not add pesticides to our products as an ingredient. We plan to aggressively fight these claims. Rachel Ray is not named personally as a party in this lawsuit. Yeah, because she has nothing to do with her dog food. Uh, However, I'm, but I'm pretty sure she came up with that dumb name. Nutrish. Because she loves to save time by a brief. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a woman who can't be bothered for more than 30 minutes to do a damn thing. So, you know, <laughs> God love her. I mean, I used to love Rachel Ray, but I've you kind of, you know, when somebody has like, they're a one trick pony, you're just kind of like, okay, I've moved on now yeah. because... Anyway, when mm-hmm. it comes to dog food, I will say that as a person who pays attention, you know, I'm sure you do this with your cat food or like, I I know enough to not buy Nutrish because I'm like, they're trying to get me to think it's natural, but it's mm-hmm. just like the same dog food that's sitting next, next to it to on it the with shelf. with a different name. Um, so I wasn't, you know, concerned in the first place, so I don't have to worry about like checking my bags when I get home, but um can we just say that I don't think you're supposed to add weed killer My to your dog? My sense food? would be uh, that that wouldn't be a healthy or natural mm. additive. Also, really quickly, you know they showed they they highlighted a guy in this particular news piece yeah. who allegedly discovered this. How did he determine that there was? Roundup in his dog's food. Maybe he was the first person to actually read the ingredient list. Yeah, but I don't think they put Roundup on the ingredient list. So my question was, or my question is, like, how did he figure out that there were trace amounts of weed killer in his dog's food? Other than, I mean, I would assume if the dog died, they would have told us that. Like, it was poisoned and then they figured it out. Yeah, I don't know. But Uh, Also, can I just really quickly, one more point about Rachel Ray. Yeah. When you, every time you say E-V-O-O, then have to mm -mm, say mm -mm. extra virgin olive oil, Mm -mm. you're not abbreviating. I also hate E-V-O-O. Like, you can't just say olive oil. Yeah. Don't be, I'm, stop it. Like, I'm, I'm an adult. I've been around long enough to know 
that I'll use extra virgin when I need extra mm-hmm. virgin. I don't need you to spell it, it out. Make like, it that's cute. like me saying like, um, I don't know. Did you go to the BR? What? The bathroom? The bathroom? Did you drink some AM? What's AM? Almond milk. <laughs> All right, moving on. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Okay. Carrie Underwood is back in the news. And at this time, it's not the horrifying, disfiguring scar on her face that nobody can see. It actually has to do with another part of her body. Let's have a listen to a special announcement Carrie Underpants made on her Instys. Hey, everybody. Carrie here. Um, I have a lot of news to share with you guys. Um, first off, this is not news. Hopefully you already have this ingrained in your heads. But my new album, Cry Pretty, comes out on September 14th. I am super excited to finally be sharing what we have been working on for so long with you guys. I'm so proud of it, and I hope you love it. Um, the Cry Pretty Tour 360. Yeah, I said tour. It's coming your way in 2019. Uh, we had so much fun in the round on the last tour because um, I got to be closer to you guys and got to see your beautiful faces and interact with you guys. So I'm so excited to be doing another uh, brand new 360 degree show. And of course, we would have nothing less than an amazing lineup. Um, we are bringing along friends Maddie and Tay. And Runaway June, it's going to be absolutely amazing. You guys are going to just fall in love with Okay. Huh. May, must have recorded the wrong thing. Sorry. It was supposed to be the, something like this. Here, I'm going to do my best carry underpants. Okay, do your carry underpants. Um, hey, guys. Guess what? My my tour doesn't come out till May of 2019. And you may be asking yourself, why? Why? Because, baby. She's preggers. Yeah, no, she's totes preggers. Carrie Underwood is having another baby. Weren't we just talking about her the other day because she said something about thinking she was too old to have more babies? Wasn't that her? Was yep. that Carrie Underwood? Yeah, it that was. was her. No. She's Carrie Underwood. Yeah, she said that uh, that maybe oh, 35. she was... Yes. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah. She said that just the other day. You made her your D-bag because she said, uh, or, but then it wasn't that necessarily that she was the D-bag, but she said something about like, yeah, maybe we're aging out of having a big family. And people were all what upset. What day was that? Well, Monday? Monday. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Carrie Underwood yes. angers her fans yes. uh, with comments about fertility. I wasn't angry at her. I was actually angry at the dumb fans that were like, thought that was that's rude. insensitive yeah. to say you can't have more kids at the age of 35 well prove them wrong look at that she? she's yeah. having another baby so she's not only dropping an album she'll be dropping a baby pretty mm-hmm. soon all right well next coming up we've got elizabeth reese bringing all the dirt from hollywood yes. with a dirt alert right here on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 more this is a my talk dirt alert Well, hello, Elizabeth Reese. Hi, Friendships. How are you? Nice bundle of dirt you've brought. Oh, goodness. I'm really following this Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt story closely, okay? And um, every time I turn around, or rather every time I'm due for a new dirt alert, I have some new news Mm -hmm. for you the last couple of days. Um, Brad Pitt's lawyers have now responded to Angelina Jolie's latest um, 
legal filing. She's claimed in legal documents that Brad Pitt has not paid meaningful child support since their split in September of 2016. Brad Pitt's lawyers are fighting back. They say Angelina Jolie is a master manipulator and a liar because they say he's forked over more than $9 million over the past two years to help pay for the lives of his six children. Um, New legal documents that TMZ has Brad's team says that he loaned her $8 million so she could buy the home in which she currently lives and shelled out more than $1.3 million in child support. His lawyers are saying Angelina and her team um, are essentially engaging in dirty trickery, saying that this is a thinly veiled effort to manipulate media coverage. Mm-hmm. Brad's lawyers are pointing to Angelina's legal documents that were filed earlier this week. Uh, her spokesperson is asking the judge to grant the divorce quickly so that she can be single again and then leave child support and other issues for a later date. And Brad's attorneys are saying this is garbage. They were the ones who called Angelina's lawyers last week asking to get this done with, get the divorce to be finalized so that they could later deal with child support and property settlement. And um, she made it look like she was the one who wanted the quickie divorce. By doing this filing. I'm telling you, I that, that woman, do you remember very early on, there was, I don't remember if, if it, I don't remember where the story came from, but there was a story essentially that she had kind of holed up in an apartment in LA with like a crisis team yeah. and that they were there trying to manipulate how the story was being told mm-hmm. in ways that made her look better yeah. and him look like a real jerk. And I believe wholeheartedly his lawyers when they say you know hey we're not the ones that are making this difficult so you should get into a match with Lori Bargini because Lori is team Angelina all the way never I'm generally I'm generally team Angelina so my but my only question in this particular story is what benefit does she get um, other than uh, more money, potentially, maybe? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what I don't think it's the, about the money. I, I think, think it's, it's about revenge. Yeah, I think it's about the control. And and there are, either, there are two things that you can speculate on here. Either, she, and this is just depending on who, are you going to be team Brad or team Angelina? And it's either that Brad messed up so badly and was such a disaster when they were together. And so she is so in mama bear mode that she just doesn't care. She doesn't care what's made public. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Because she will do whatever she has to do to keep her children. So that would mean that you're on team Angelina, mm-hmm. if you believe that part. Yeah. If you believe that you're on team Brad, it is that Angelina is vengeful and spiteful and angry. I don't think any of it has to do with any money at all. I just oh, think it has I, to no, do. I don't think when they're playing at that level, no, it does. I think it has to do with, um, with you know, that, that if you're team Brad, then you believe that she's vengeful and spiteful and she wants the control. Well, so but- you can be team whatever. Yeah, I just I go back to that original story about um, you know the story we became so obsessed with where he was a hot mess up in international north, falls, in international yeah. falls and falls. how she was like screw this yeah. I'm out of here yeah. and you're gonna pay yeah and I feel like maybe that this is just an extension of that that's what I think I tend to be a little bit like I just I, I don't know if I just put myself in a mother's perspective mm. where it would be like if that was the breaking point for her and there had been so many other things and Brad shoved Maddox or punched Maddox and she's like I you I am done with you mm-hmm. and I think that I, I just look at my own self and how I would get into mama bear mode about something like that which you know would never happen in my life hopefully and um I think that it that's how I would be mm-hmm. if I were her did I change you from team no, Brad to team Angelina I'm, what still happened? Not a, I'm not entirely on team Angelina because I think I don't know. It's hard for me because I think to myself, in what world uh, are you saying I've gotten no meaningful child support when each of your children have been given $1.5 million? You know, like not given to the children, but if if she's been given nine million dollars yeah, according well, he to loaned it to her to buy a yeah, house and then gave that her is 1. an average of 1.5 million per child. That's a lot of that's yeah. is that, but that's not but meaningful. Th- but then if it's not about the money, so then, about I, the money. then I think about what's going on behind the scenes. So like, yeah. what is her purpose for then doing that? That's the unknown. Right. I right. just feel like she wants him to look like a real jerk to everybody. Or she is so she he was so bad in the relationship that she just wants him to be cut out. I mean, these are the two things. Listen, <sighs> I'm not saying it's easy. I'm She's, saying maybe she thinks that he is not good for her children. Yeah. And she's going to do whatever she has to do to, to keep, keep him, him away. I mean, maybe she kids. does. There you go. Okay. Ponder that for a while, but okay. But also remember that he's their father. I know I am. I get to it. To me, that's not okay, but that's just, that's a different conversation for a different day. We can move on. It's all true. You're, you are, mm-hmm. you are all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, ABC canceled Roseanne after multiple instances with Roseanne Barr is what's being reported today by page six that um, the decision was made swiftly um, and that was clear. This is what ABC president Channing Dungy told Deadline in an interview released today. We knew we wanted to do it and we did it. For us, we have had multiple instances with Roseanne and certainly this tweet crossed the line that cannot be crossed. But it was for us a sense of enough is enough and something had to be mm. done. So I think that gives you a little bit more context. And when it comes to this one tweet is what got her fired. That is true, but it was essentially the straw that broke the camel's back. Sure. They were that, already in that headed in that direction. Yeah, they were already heading in that direction and they were having a lot of struggles. There you go. Um, 
Channing Dungy also said, we obviously knew that she had a slightly volatile history in the previous incarnation of Roseanne. She had come to us very clear Mm -hmm. that she wanted to make the show a priority, really wanting a second chance at this. And we took that at face value. I don't regret it. I am never going to regret waking up that morning and seeing the ratings from that first season. It's been a journey with ups and downs. Oh my gosh. And the shortest journey with ups and downs. I know. Really, when you think about how quickly all of that happened, right? That the show, that they announced the show, they made the show, the ratings were amazing, and then they tanked, and then it was gone. All in the space of like 365 days. And then now it's coming back as something else. It's crazy. There you go. All right, you guys. Pleasure to be with you. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. When we come back, we need a caller to play the 30-second pop culture challenge, 651-641-1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You will win a prize, but only at 1230 and only on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Jake, it's Chinatown. Entertainment. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We call this our 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Julie on the line, and Bradley, what's she playing for? Julie is playing for a pair of movie passes to see Far From the Tree during its run of engagement at Landmark Lagoon in Uptown, based on the New York Times bestseller by Andrew Solomon. Thank you. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Lance Bass was a member of which boy band? Blake Lively starred on what CW teen drama series? Which celebrity has the nickname the Fresh Prince? Will Smith. What color is Sonic the Hedgehog? Purple. Nope. Fake. Nope. Blue. What is Yellow. the high what is the highest grossing film of twenty eighteen so far? Highest grossing movie. Highest grossing movie. Oh, oh Julie. Julie, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that you didn't get those all correct. Let's go through and uh and get through the ones that Julie did not get correct. Blake Lively, C dub series. Gossip Girl. XOXO. Uh, and also, just to clarify, because she just threw out all the colors, Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> is blue. And the highest grossing film of 2018 is, thus far uh, is Black, Black Panther. Panther. Yes. Have you seen that yet? No. Oh, my God. I know. I did watch two movies <sighs> on the airplane to and from Boston. Wow, did you? I did. I watched, which ones? Thanks for asking. I watched Love, Simon, which if you haven't seen it, you got to see it. I haven't seen that. I've heard good things. It is so great. It's got gays in it, right? I love that movie so yeah. much. And then the other one was Book Club. I don't know what that is. Yeah, oh, do. that's the one with uh, Diane Keaton mm-hmm. and Jane Fernda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was yeah. it good? Mm-hmm. No. You didn't like I it. I could have maybe watched a different one. I probably wouldn't have watched that. It was there. Could smell that. That I mean, I want to see those ladies, but it was it was fine. Let's just put it that way. It It was was fine. fine. That's my Minnesota way of saying it. It was fine. Uh, Now let's solve some mysteries. Holly has brought us some blind items in a segment we call "Blinded by the Item." Blinded by the item. What? Give me paper over there. I have to take notes. Hmm. 
A student of the blind item. Mm, We've got some interesting blind items today from our favorite blind item website, crazydaysandnights.net. Now, our first blind item. Bradley, you got your pen and paper? I do. I'm using a Kleenex box. Fantastic. We have to think about an A-list singer and her celebrity husband. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. They are the subjects of this blind item that was actually published last week. Okay, and it's confirmed. No. Not confirmed. But just listen. Okay, I will. <laughs> Thank you. It was her Minnesota way of saying, shut up. I know, and I will. It wouldn't no. shock you sure? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't shock me at all to see this A-list singer split with her celebrity husband prior to giving birth. They are under the impression that having more kids will somehow make their marriage better. Considering what they have been through and how much they still fight, this is just putting off the inevitable. I'm kind of shocked they spent nearly $100,000 to make this pregnancy happen to, uh, to considering the likely divorce before birth. Ooh. Carrie, Carrie Underwood. Knew it! You know, and I will say NT Lawyer, who writes these blind items, has been uh, vocal about the state of affairs in the Carrie Underpants marriage for quite some time. Now, this blind item was published on the 2nd, and I didn't read it because Carrie Underwood had not confirmed any kind of pregnancy news. Now, there were rumors last week that Carrie Underwood was expecting twins. That's not the case, but today, as we learn, Carrie Underwood announcing that she is pregnant with her second child. So, can I ask then why she made the statement that she made? Okay, hang on a second. Let's have her fill in the blank of that, and then then we'll have that conversation. Here you go. It wouldn't shock me at all to see Carrie Underwood and Mike Fisher split prior to giving birth. They are under the impression that having more kids will somehow make their marriage better. Considering what Carrie and Mike have been through and how much they still fight, this is just putting off the inevitable. So last, uh, or actually on Monday, my D-bag was people who were giving her a hard time for saying that she uh, had sort of gone past the moment where she could build her family, meaning that because she's over the age of 35, or she is 35, that it was too late. So... Why would she make those comments and then today, literally, announce that she's pregnant? Here's something that I've grown accustomed to now with um, Carrie Underwood. Um, She's going to tell us a story. And then something will happen and we will go, why did she tell us that story? Yeah, Right? This is the second time that she has either, you know, over dramatized something or was shady about something. And I'm these are this is just only the second time in, you know, recent history uh that she has done this to us where she's provided some sort of grandiose statement about something and then comes back and does something that like she zags and we're like, what just happened? We thought this and now you're doing this. I mean she literally uh I want to see when this issue came out because this was in Red Book that she made this. Yeah, this is a September issue, so it, it's yeah, not so even it literally just came yet. out, and she's saying we may have missed our opportunity to have a family, but we've talked about adoption. So either them eggs took real fast, yeah, I don't know, uh, and but no, because you wouldn't announce that right away. So she knew when she said yeah. these things that she was pregnant, yeah, or at least was. You know, to NT Lawyer's point, if they really spent money trying to make this pregnancy happen, that means they were actively seeking a pregnancy, Yeah, meaning they were in the process of that. That is not a, a short process. Um, that is a, an involved process. So that's interesting. Ooh. Moving on. All right. 
Our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net was published today. And we have to think of two people in this blind item. Another A-list singer, now a different A-list singer, and her actor boyfriend. Two people, the subject of the following blind item. Apparently, this A-list singer couldn't stay off social media and couldn't say no to her actor boyfriend when he said they should try some crack. He -hmm. is taking her down with him, and this is just going to get messier. Her management wants her to split with him before she misses out on a couple of years of earnings. It's all about the money for them. Ariana Ariana Grande. Grande. Oh, whoa. Yeah, that, yeah. Wow. And her boyfriend? Uh, Is Pete Davidson. Nick Hooter Pants. (laughs) That was her ex. Pete McHooter Pants? Uh, (laughs) Yes. Now, going back. Oh, McHooter Pants. Sorry, I was pronouncing that wrong. It's Mm. McHooter. Hooter pants. Thank you. Thank you for the correction. I'll fill in the blank for you. <laughs> Apparently, Ariana Grande couldn't stay off social media and couldn't say no to Pete Davidson when he said they should try some crack. Pete is taking Ariana down with him, and this is just going to get messier. Ariana's management wants her to split with Pete before she misses out on a couple of years of earnings. It's all about the money for them. Okay, so did I miss something? Was there some sort of like... Uh, because the part about saying, couldn't stay off social media... And couldn't say no to her actor boyfriend when he said they should take some try some crack. To me, that says that there was something um, that indicated their crack use on social media. I'll give you the story. Thank you. A story that we read in the Dirt Alert at the top of the hour. Ariana Grande injured her hand while oh, filming yeah. an upcoming session there of Carpool is. Karaoke. Okay. Grande shared this photograph on her Instagram stories. She took an image of her left hand that was bandaged, said bleeding and smiling. We're not sure what happened on the set of Carpool Karaoke. So what you're telling me is that she didn't get her hand caught in the belt buckle. Yeah, what I'm telling you, she probably burnt it on a pipe. Okay. Okay. Crack pipe. Wow. Oh, that makes me sad. Uh, let's move on to... <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a sad story. <laughs> Confirm blind item real quick here. Okay, then. Okay. This blind item was published earlier this year, around January, February. It has to do with an A-list dual threat actress who was nominated last night at the SAG Awards. Mm. And she's also an Oscar winner slash nominee. She's the subject of this confirmed blind item that is regarding the SAG Awards from earlier this year. The publicist for this A-list dual threat actress who was nominated at the SAGs and is an Academy Award winner slash nominee got into a screaming match with a photographer who took a photo of what the actress considers her bad side and an unflattering angle. You know, the angle which shows she actually does have wrinkles. Ooh. It's not a vampire. Yikes. A-list dual threat actress. Is actress, uh, does that mean TV and movies? Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, what is her name again? What's that one? Jennifer Aniston. No, but uh, sure. I didn't. I don't um, know which who you're. Which one we're that Australian about. Nicole Kidman? Oh, oh yes. Oh, Stick it that in. was good though. I. What? My answer in the right answer box. Okay. 
Duh. Alrighty. Um, that actually was a good, well-written blind item. Go ahead and fill in the blank. The publicist for Nicole Kidman uh, last night at the SAG Awards got into a screaming match with a photographer who took a photo from what the actress, Nicole Kidman, considers her bad side and at an unflattering angle. You know, the angle which shows that Nicole Kidman actually does have wrinkles and is not a vampire. Oh, wow. It was the vampire that got me. That was what did it, right? Yeah. Makes sense. But she's so porcelana. Porcelana. Yeah, her skin just looks like porcelain. All right. Super, super I don't like to hear about her screaming. That makes me sad. That was the publicist who screamed. Oh, okay, then I'm fine with that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she hires people to, <laughs> to do the for screaming her. for yeah. her. Yeah, okay, good that. on you, Nicole Kidman. Keep up the good work. All right, when we come back, quick question. Um, does anybody really like tomatoes? We'll tell you why we're asking and uh, what it means after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Really like tomatoes? No, seriously. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Um, why are we asking this question? Well, it's not my question. It's actually the question of WCCO anchor and reporter Mary McGuire, and uh, this caused all sorts of conflagration on social media. And I was like, you know, I kind of agree with her. I'm not going to lie. She said, uh, Mary McGuire did in a tweet, quote, um, does anyone actually like tomatoes? Mm. Serious question. In parentheses, ketchup doesn't count. Hashtag tomato no. Now, before the phones light up with, you know, uh, people with tomato pitchforks, Mm -hmm. uh, let me just, um, well, let me tell you her story first. So she wrote this on Twitter. Twitter went nuts and people were like, you are the worst person in the whole world. How dare you? Tomatoes are the best, blah, blah, blah. But when she starts to explain her position in City Pages, because, you know, they're on it. Mm-hmm. Um, she described it as like, I just don't like, you know, like, like cherry tomatoes are like biting into a grainy, watery balloon that just doesn't really taste like much of anything. And um, she said, quote, my dad eats tomatoes like they're apples. I always felt I was always force fed them from the garden, warm and mushy. The thought sends shivers down my spine. And I think tomatoes are kind of a polarizing thing. I agree. Yes. And I actually there's only one way. And I think for the sake of this discussion, she's really talking about like fresh tomatoes. And I kind of relate to that because. I like tomatoes mm-hmm. in the sense that like if there's a really good heirloom tomato with not a lot of juice or seeds sliced thin with some salt and pepper, mm. maybe some olive oil. Mm-hmm. E-V-O-O. I'm, thank you, Rachel Ray. Mm-hmm, you're welcome. I'm all in. But that's like a very unique experience. I don't buy tomatoes anymore. I don't well, go to the grocery store. I do not buy those things because I don't know where they started came those. from. They do not you have a them. flavor at all. No, they have no flavor and they're watery and then they got that weird little Anyway, she's not talking about ketchup. She's not talking about pasta sauce. She's not talking about like cooked tomatoes in things. Mm-hmm. It's the that like fresh tomato. And unless it came fresh out of a garden and again, it's not mushy and it's not super watery, I kind of agree with her. I mean, okay, first of all, can I just say, uh, Mary McGuire, I appreciate your boldness yes. in 
in saying like the color red of a tomato. Yeah, that she just said nobody really likes tomatoes because she knows herself to know she doesn't really and she doesn't give you any sort of um she doesn't have a gray area. It's yeah. just like, no, I don't like tomatoes. Yeah. And I admire that and yeah. I appreciate that. I will say I have tomato standards. Yeah. I have tomato do's and don'ts. And I will say most tomatoes are not to that worth standard. It. They're not worth it. It's like like let like iceberg lettuce. Do, nah. Why do you need iceberg lettuce anymore? You just don't. I will say I've heard. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to get on totally off topic with the iceberg lettuce, but recently somebody said to me, I like iceberg lettuce because it gives you more crunch. And I was like, I don't think any, you might be alone more for you. Uh, but back to tomatoes, my standards for tomatoes truly are that they have to taste like tomatoes. And I'm Good telling you, that. you cannot buy a tomato it's that like tastes like a tomato in the grocery store. If you didn't get it from a farmer's market, don't eat the dumb strawberries because I'm telling you, they're not going to taste like strawberries. And if you, you know, the people who love them are people who basically have never grown up near a farm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm sorry, I'm judging you. But if you if you actually go to the grocery store and buy those big genetically mutated orbs that allege to be strawberries... You're wasting your money. You're lying. Mm-hmm. Also, with tomatoes, if you like the tomatoes that are sitting on the shelf at the grocery store in December, you're lying. We have to go to Hannah because I think you'll think Hannah's son is a liar. Ooh. Hi, Hannah. How are you? Hi. So you, to- you have a son that loves tomatoes. Yes, he is five years old and he will... I keep my the cherry tomatoes that I buy on the counter, and he will take a stool or a chair and get up there and eat them all day. Really? All, all day, every day. If I were you, I would keep my eye on that kid. Yeah, he's sneaky. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah, for your call. I just hope that Hannah uh, is providing him the highest... Uh, the highest degree in tomatoes because there aren't there's no such thing unless again it's like during a peak growing season tomato season yeah yeah that's when you want to eat tomatoes and i know people are gonna be like oh you're just gonna go to the farmer's market you have food so fancy no like i just want a real tomato you don't have to go to the farmer's market i just get them out of my neighbor's yard thank you amy yeah, does she know that you're stealing them out of her I yard? haven't actually stolen one yet this Holly, year. Holly, how do you feel about tomatoes? I feel like Holly has tomato issues as well. I love tomatoes when they taste good. Otherwise, like you just said, Bradley, when you get the weird mutant tomatoes that don't taste like anything. And I live with a person who hates tomatoes. I actually have to plan meals around his hatred of for tomatoes. Tomatoes, because he says they're too slippery. <laughs> Yeah, again, I get the texture thing for some people. Mm -hmm. And when they're mushy, they're just disgusting. But I honestly think it's like it's like I got to a point in my life where I was like, I don't need to buy because I would just buy tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Like every time I went to the grocery store, I would buy tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Right. And I would buy um, lettuce, a head of lettuce. Or I would buy, I'm just saying like there are things that you you just did. And then it was like, well, I don't I don't like this. These tomatoes are not good. Like if we're going to have tacos which, you know, God, I would love tacos, but I'm not going to buy these ugly tomatoes and chop them up just for the sake of having 
because you're supposed to have mm-hmm. tomatoes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's freeing, man, when you just I know, when walk you just by go, the tomatoes you know and you're like, like that anymore. bye, yeah. I'm not buying you no more. Deuces. Liberate yourself. Give me some flavor. Yeah. Or, or give me Same nothing. Same with bananas. I don't buy bananas anymore. Oh, Do you know why? Stop. Because they don't taste like anything. No, did you hear? Donna Valentine started to go off on bananas at the end of her show when I brought up the tomato conversation. She was like, nobody really likes nanas. No. Unless, now here's where I'm going to get... No, I'm not even going to do it. Just, we got to go. Okay. Trust me. There are bananas out there you should eat. You're never going to find them. I'm sorry. Because they're amazing. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Hey, you guys, I have to tell you something. I have massive Kathleen Turner goals. And I'll tell you why after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1.